Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, the place we discuss all things USMNT y la sección mexicana. My name is Adrian, joining me once again is my co-host in Tokayo, Adrian. Adrian, what's good, man? How are you, dude? I'm doing man, a little tired because I ran a 10K today, uh, but ready to preview the final. Yeah, man, let's get into that. Uh, it's going to be a good final, one that uh, none of us, not a lot of us expected, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I think we expected Mexico to be in it, but we didn't expect Panama. Uh, good for Panama. They played a they've played a great tournament so far. But before we preview it, man, let's do a quick PSA. Um, this is the last episode before the summary of the final, our uh, reaction to the final, um, and then that reaction to the final video. We will be announcing the um, the winner of uh, the uh, 250 subscriber giveaway. So remember that giveaway is uh, we're giving away a jersey, Mexico or USA, uh, your choice, um, winner's choice. So. To participate, make sure you're subscribed and go to the uh, 250 subscriber uh, video we posted about a week and a half ago. It's going to be linked in the description below. Uh, make sure you comment on that video who your favorite player is, past or present for USMNT or Mexico, and which jersey, if you're lucky enough to win, would you prefer, Mexico or USA? Uh, we will be ending the contest uh, after the match, after the final, Panama versus Mexico, when we start recording our reactions video. In that video, we will announce the winner. So uh, still have two days today's friday when we're recording this video so um yeah sunday is the match so make sure you guys uh you know join the uh giveaway before um but all right man enough uh talk there let's get into the uh why we're here reaction or preview mexico panama uh, like we said mexico one of the favorites early on one of the teams that uh you know did take this uh tournament seriously I don't know if that was as much as their decision as, you know, or were they really just put into that position based off of their performance in the Nations League that they had to win this cup and had to take it seriously. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a team that, you know, has a lot of their strong players, most of their A team, I'd say, um, and one that, you know, desperately is in need of, you know, winning a, a major trophy yeah. and, you know, can be their ninth record. <laughs> Their ninth uh, record, ninth trophy, so uh, ninth uh, gold cup. That will take them two ahead of the United States. That's currently on seven, and the only other winner is Canada with one. So if Panama wins this, that would be the first. It would be their first, uh, you know, gold cup. Um, yeah. And Panama, one of the, you know, we on our preview gold cup episode, we mentioned Jamaica as our dark horse, and uh, turned out to be, you know, they played well in the group stage, played decent in the quarters, but then they just got spanked in the uh, semifinals and wasn't able to give uh, Mexico a run for their money there. We, we thought Jamaica would be the biggest opposition for Mexico, but that turned out not to be the case. Um, and instead, Panama turned out to be the real dark horse, has been playing amazing football, you know, for their standards in this tournament. And uh, yeah, Mexico-Panama. As we uh, start previewing this, man, what lineup do you think Mexico will go into into this match? <clears throat> That's a really good question, man. Um, you know, on, against Jamaica, we were expecting a you know regular four one four one formation. Like uh, that's the that seems to be Jimmy's favorite formation or a variation of that specific uh, lineup. Uh, we were all surprised when he practically played a four four two, which helped him a lot to counter Jamaica's uh, quick ball game style. Uh, this time around, I think he will stick or he will he'll go back to his you know basis of a, a combination of a four two three one uh, lineup. So my anticipate I anticipate maybe like a four one four one again or as as I said some variation. Uh, in the midfield with a four-two-three-one 
kind of thing uh, where he has one sole striker, uh, four midfielders, and four defenders. Um, and that's that's my anticipation. I don't really see any big changes, specifically talking about the defense. I think the defense has shown uh, strong resilience on the on the second round matches in the quarterfinals, and specifically against Jamaica. Uh, it will be it wouldn't be wise from um, Jimmy to make any changes on the center back lineup. And at this point in time, I know I know that um, Jorge Sanchez was a big question mark throughout the tournament, but I think the last match proved uh, that he is perhaps the uh, best ranked uh, right back that Mexico has right now. And Jesus Gallardo refuses to quit or to uh, release that left back position to uh, Gerardo Arteaga. Not that Gerardo Arteaga has done anything to deserve it, but yeah. Um, As far as the attacking midfield and uh, the strikers, I think... Luis Chavez, Orbelín Pineda, Aurel Antuna, and Henry Martin will remain on the lineup. The, the, the only question that I have is, will, you know, Jimmy continue to play Luis Romo and, you know, uh, essentially leave Edson Alvarez on the bench and play again Eric Sanchez? Or will uh, Jimmy remove either Luis Romo or Eric Sanchez and play El Machín? Um, we all know that Machine was, didn't start last match because due to a you know potential injury, but he jumped on the match on the seventy second uh, minute. So I wonder. That's that's one of the big question marks, uh, doubts that Jimmy might have for this specific match. Yeah, um, it turned out that he didn't miss Machine. Obviously, Machine's maybe one of the. Uh... You know, it's obviously one of the stars of Mexico, one of the uh, more talented players Mexico has, and he's a boss in the midfield there. Um, but uh, as we did in our, you know, reactions video to Jamaica, Mexico, you know, we noticed that uh, playing Romo there uh, or and Eric Sa- and Sanchez um, up top will, you know, just gives him other other options, right? Options that he he doesn't have to solely rely always on on El Machín there in the midfield. So uh, will he go back to his, you know, playing um, in Machín? We'll find out, but uh, definitely that's probably the biggest question mark. I agree with you. Um, on the other side, you know, we have Panama, who they normally tend to play a three-four-three, um, and they heavily rely on possession-based football. Right? We we saw it all throughout the tournament. Yeah, always above sixty percent possession, including the match against the United States. They dominated possession in that in that uh, in that match, and you know we're unlucky to uh, win it in regulation. Um, you know, this is their most. I think arguably their best team they've had um players playing all over CONCACAF a couple in Europe uh but a lot of players playing in MLS uh Costa Rica you know just just in general they have a bunch in Venezuela in Venezuela as well yeah yeah um and so it's a team that um you know well trained well compacted uh been playing great and uh you know it's a team that you know can push for one of the the spots for the World Cup 2026. Mm-hmm. Um, or do they have enough to beat Mexico, Mexico this time? I don't know. Um, question for you. How has the three historically stacked up against Panama? You know, I obviously the three being for the longest time, the Kings of CONCACAF, I, I, you know, they they obviously have a lead there. But has that lead narrowed in the past uh, couple of years? So, you know, if we if we do a his, you know if we jump if we do if we do a big jump in history, right? And we look at the last twenty matches, Mexico clearly dominates uh, Panama with thirteen victories, five draws, and two victories for uh, Panama. 
But if you look at the last five matches, you can see that it hasn't been always a walk in the park for Mexico, with the exception of uh, the uh, an international friendly they had back in 2021, where Mexico won three nil. But if you look at you know um, the uh, I believe it's a it was a 2018 World Cup qualification match against Panama. They in 2016 they tied 0-0. Uh, on 2017 for, again, uh, another classification World Cup match. Mexico won by 1-0. Uh, on 2021, it was another classification classification match uh, for 2022. They tied 1-1. And then the last classification match for uh, Qatar 2022, Mexico won 1-0. So you can see that Panama on the last five, you know, maybe five or six years has somewhat, you know, closed the gap in terms of how many goals they get against Mexico. They still only have one draw, or sorry, two draws out of uh, five matches. Um, so we'll see if this time around, uh, after all these years, they are able to you know, upset Mexico in a big stage like the Gold Cup. Yeah, definitely um, not, the, not the results that Jamaica has gotten from Mexico in the past five mm-hmm. or six years, but they have, like you said, they've reduced the amount of, of goals they received. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see if, that, if this is their, their time. Um, you know, some players to watch that I want to highlight for Panama, um, starting with the midfield duo of Godoy and Carrasquilla, who dominated USA's midfield completely dominate possession, were great at distributing. Carrasquilla asking questions of uh, Matt Turner early on in that match. Israel Diaz, who uh, didn't score against the United States, but he had before that he had four goals in two games. Um, dangerous players that if Mexico, you know, wants to win, they definitely have to, you know, dominate that area and uh, prevent these guys from kind of controlling and having that possession. It's going to be interesting because it's two teams that like to dominate possession, right? Um Mexico is not known for letting the other team have the ball and them watching and waiting and absorbing attacks. Uh, Mexico likes to control the pace of the game and likes to, uh, you know, dictate what's going on, as does Panama. Um, Who do you think is the key player or players or positions for Mexico that, you know, that they have to be on their game in order to win this match? I think it's going to be a heavily uh, fought match in the midfield. I think Luis Romo, you know, the combination of the three midfielders, whether whether if it's uh, Luis Romo with Edson Alvarez and uh, who's the other one, uh, Luis Chavez, <clears throat> or Eric Sanchez, Luis Romo, and Luis Chavez, they have to be on point on that match uh, in terms of, you know, trying to recover the ball whenever whenever Mexico loses uh, <clears throat> the, the ball in an offensive transition or... Uh, trying to make that you know quick break when whenever Mexico is trying to do a counterattack, um, we all know that Jimmy Lozano likes to be on the offensive pretty much the entire match. So these three guys need to be essentially you know completely fully aware of their surrounding because uh, even though Panama likes to uh, play a possession game, uh, they also enjoy and have the the capability to do high pressure. At the same time, so every single time Panama loses the ball, they all quickly move to regain control of it. So I think it's going to be very key to see how these three players link up and they're able to create uh, the chances or make the movements to either the the wings, so Rolin Pineda and Rolin Antuna can take advantage of their speed, um, and at the same time see if they can, uh, you know, <clears throat> make or gain any specific space whenever Henry Martin. Uh, fights for the ball and uh, allows them to, uh, you know, become the playmakers 
on the midfield. But I but I think that those three will be the key in this specific match. Um, I don't I don't you know. I wouldn't necessarily say that you know any of the defenders will be specifically key, just because even though Panama is a very well trained team and they essentially move as a great unit, you know they they all understand really what's the idea of the game style that Christiansen is putting with the, uh, on, on on the pitch. Uh, they if there's one thing that we can criticize about Panama is the, their lack of a striking uh, muscle or right, or striker muscle. Um, and and that's one of the things that I would like to criticize about Panama. They don't really have a very you know a strong striker, a go-to striker that uh, can really put in in you know in trouble or or make Cesar Montes and Johan Vasquez feel trouble whenever they're moving forward. Yeah, they definitely lack that, at least against the bigger teams, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. saw them destroy Qatar and we saw them dominate their group. Um, but, you know, against the USA, had they had a stronger striker, they probably would have won it 2-3, 2-1, 3-1 yeah. in regulation. Um, kind of getting ahead of ourselves here, thinking a little bit past the, the, the final. Do you think, the question that's on everybody's mind, do you think if Mexico wins, would Jimmy Lozano stay as head coach? Oof. That is a really good question. Um, I don't know if you saw, but today uh, the latest or the the most recent uh, FMF president, Ivar Cisniega, I think that's his name. Um, he released a announcement um, that no one requested or asked for, essentially saying that uh, Femex Food or Doña Fede, how we how we like to call it, um, hasn't spent any time. Or in you know discussing who is gonna take the organ, who's gonna take the the reins of uh, El Tri after the Gold Cup. Um, he does mention that Jimmy Lozano will be you know part of the list or in contention for that specific role, but he was very ambiguous to make you know a decision whether or not he's gonna stay. He he said that they're still looking for a, a, a specific profile that they want to bring that aligns with the goals and needs of L3, not only for 2026, but beyond 2026. So it looks like he's trying to hint that it's going to be like a potentially not only a, you know, three-year kind of commitment board, but, you know, looking at at the next World Cup after 2026. um, I've also, you know, read from different uh, outlets where, it looks like the players want Jimmy Lozano to stay and they are arguing for Jimmy Lozano to be, you know, to remain as El Tri's head coach. So there's a lot of chatter and talk about all, all the only thing that we for sure, for sure know is that Jimmy Lozano's uh, time at El Tri is, you know, pretty much up in the air. Uh, according to Doña Fede and, you know, its president, whether he wins the match or whether he loses the match, uh, it's not going to change their mind in terms of if, whether Jimmy Lozano needs to uh, remain as a head coach or not. Interesting. Okay. So, um, I mean, it can't hurt, right? If he wins it, I mean, it can't hurt. So uh, we'll yeah, exactly. see what happens. I mean, if the players want him, I think that has a lot of weight to it. Um, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll see what happens. Um, so that match, Mexico-Panama, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Um it's going to be played at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to be an exciting one. Going to be a good one. We'll see what happens there for sure. Adriana, as we wrap up this episode, man, uh, remind our listeners where they can find us, please. Uh, 
Sure, they can always find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, enter on the notifications. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast on. Last but not least, you, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Puro Pinche Gol. We post stuff every now and then. Yes, sir. And again, PSA, uh, last chance to get into the giveaway for the Mexico or USA jersey. Uh, click the link in the description to go to that video, tune in for the subscriber giveaway, comment um, who which jersey you'd like, USA or Mexico, in that video, and also comment in that video uh, who your favorite USMNT or Mexico past or present player is, as well as being subscribed. You have to be subscribed in order to have a chance to win the jersey. We will announce the winner at the uh, uh, final reactions, uh, you know, post-match uh, reactions video we publish on uh, Monday after the uh, game. So, Adrian, man, it's going to be a good one on Sunday. Uh, let's see how it goes for Mexico and Lamborghini there. Um, we'll all be watching. It's been another, another good one with you, brother. Always a pleasure, my friend. Likewise. See you next time. See ya.